you can eat during a podcast and <laughs> stuff. So that tick two boxes. That's not saying that like a bad thing. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Abby's having breakfast. And mm. um, we we're just deciding: do we record our commercials or do we do the podcast? We said we do the podcast. Well, we My don't smell has come record back. Is your... the commercials because they're live raids. That's um, why I said commercials. Yeah. <laughs> My smell's no. gone hectic. Like, I can smell that. You can? Yeah. I, the coffee machine, I'm just like, oh. <coughs> I don't know why yours came back so quickly. I don't know. My mm. smell went during COVID. Yeah, I remember saying that. Because uh, I was at the gym yesterday. And Does that affect your taste? One of the guys came up to me. It has, but I still persevere because I'm a pig, so I don't really notice because everyone's <laughs> like, oh, you wouldn't feel like eating. I'm like, my food like doesn't taste as much. Mm. Yeah. I'm not drinking red wine as much because I only can now drink vodka. Mm. Right. Straight. That's not vodka, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no sure, judgment. it's not vodka. No judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I would have thought, and I know we've talked about this, I was like, well, if you lost your taste, you just eat super healthy stuff that has no taste to it. Yeah. You know, yeah. But, but you lose mm. the enjoyment of eating. Yeah, I guess so. It's mm. all just texture. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'm still not hungry. But I, yeah, mm. no, my smell is definitely. Mm. And when someone said to me, they're like, have you lost your sense of smell still? I was like. Yeah, do I stink? Yeah. Like, no, like I'm putting on deodorant twice as much now because mm. you get really panicked because yeah, you can't smell. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I would be able to smell you from here, so you're okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's weird. I don't, it must be a part of your brain, right, that registers smell. Well, it's all sort of sensory stuff. And but isn't there a part of your brain that is smell? There is. They did say to me when I uh, got my um, polyp surgery because I couldn't smell for a lot of my life, if you want to, you can train it. So mm. you smell a lemon while yes. you think lemon. You smell coffee while you think coffee and you eventually get That's the... what someone was saying to me, that they can now do therapy for it mm. so that I need to try and get my saliva back. Yeah. And you would do that by, you know, when sometimes when you smell things, you get your saliva glands yeah. going. So I have to be <laughs> able to smell lemons and mm. try to think about lemons. And... <laughs> mm. Yeah. Well, the body's a weird thing. Mm. I'm hungry. I've got some um, eggs with some gluten-free crust because, as a mom, <laughs> I left the bread for oh, Jagger. That's no. nice of you. I think I'm going to have a McRib like you today. Weird. Where's a McRib uh, from? Is that Macca's? <laughs> KFC. <laughs> Does the Mick not McRib. tip you off there? The McRib? The Mick? No? <laughs> <laughs> not really. <laughs> I don't go to Macca's. No, but it's got it's Mick. Like, so all of them start with Mick. Everything starts with Mick. <laughs> a Big Mac. It's yeah. not Mick. That's the Mac. Mac is, Mick is short for Mac. McDonald's. Yeah. Mick rib. Mac, Mick. Yeah. And everything's a Mick meal. Yeah. Like they'll, they'll add Mick to anything, really, don't they? Mm. I can't remember the last time I went to Macca's sober. Mick flurry. Mm. So I'm sorry, guys. I mean, you it's just said part yes, of Macca's. the global vernacular is the other problem there, though. But that's fine. Not, it's not for everyone. It's not. Yeah. It's coming a meal. You yeah. Getting a meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm interested to try the new one because it's, it's, there's normal, which just has pickle and the um, the sauce, and this one's got lettuce, tomato, cheese, and um, chicken sauce, apparently. Interesting. Mm, sorry. Mick chicken sauce. <laughs> mm. They're All terribly right. good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Though they're like, yeah. you, you oh. know, you, yeah. It's been shaped into a rib. That, like that, that tells you everything you need to know about it. But it is an absolute delight. 
Uh, well, I'm I'm down to McRib. Uh, let's get on with today's podcast. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. I was doing my training yesterday. You got to do ongoing training as part of a marriage celebrant. And I'm like, oh, I'm full with doing weddings at the moment, mm. but you still got to do it. So I was like, do to I just let my license. Li- Yeah, to keep your license. Mm. And, you know, it's good to just, I guess, refresh. A lot of it is like, well, if you don't know this, then maybe you shouldn't have been a marriage celebrant. But um, you, the Attorney General sent it through. They can't work out their website, so now they've sent it through and you can do it in hard copy and send it back. It's due by the 31st of December, so I like to keep it to the last moment. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you've got heaps of time. That's what you're I thought. Four weeks. Yeah, yeah, but there's a lot of questions, and they're multiple choice ones, a lot right. of it, but you've got to do your reading before, and there's a real focus each year. And this year there is a focus, and I was like, <sighs> I don't know how I feel like. I feel like we're getting to a point where we just leave gender off all forms mm. if this is what it comes to toilet doors <laughs> well in it it's saying that if someone comes to you you know now on the forms you write partner you can write bride you can write groom um so if someone is non-binary there is a, a category i guess for that as well so you don't need to stipulate mm-hmm. if they're a certain gender mm. and it's made this big point that you have to read that sex is different than gender right because one you can identify with if that makes any sense. Not really, but I'm following along what you're saying. <laughs> I think it's if I was assigned, I was assigned sex mm-hmm. at birth of female, but my gender may... Is I what may, you pick. Yeah, I may recognise myself as, uh, or identify myself okay. as a male. Yeah, so then sense. I can say male. And it's made this big point in this coaching mm-hmm. that we are not to question or debate or anything like that when someone gives it to us. Cool. Mm-hmm. No worries. So if you come to me, Matthew, and you say that you, you know that you identify as a female, then I'll put down female. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't matter, right? But then that's fine. Then it makes this big point of I cannot take any other name that is on your birth certificate. It needs to accurately represent your birth certificate. Mm. So if you come to me and say, "Hey, I am a female," mm-hmm, I put that down. But then you say, oh, and I want to be known as... Mary. Mary. I'll go, no, your birth certificate says Matthew, and I can't do anything different than that. You then have to go and change your name, and you can do that with birth, deaths, and marriages. But I need to put down what is on there and be Matthew. Right. Does it get changed on your birth certificate if you change it by depot? It does. You have, yeah. And then on the bottom of it, it has like a little amendment on your birth certificate. Right. But whatever is the change of the birth certificate, then I need to accept that. But I'm at the point where I'm like, do we just not do genders Mm. on birth certificates Mm. when they come through? (sighs) You don't want to comment? (laughs) Mm. Um, No, I can comment. Mm -mm. I just don't understand why this has become the most important thing in the world at the moment. Mm. Like, people are just people. What does it matter? Well, I don't know. know. Eventually it's going to come to a day because, you know, it's changed when it's, say, you know, marriage yeah. is between two people. Yeah, and I think that's wonderful because they do men, men, and women. Yeah. yeah, of course. We've progressed with mm. that, and rightly so. Mm. But am I not allowed to be f- proud of being a female and put down female? No, you're because allowed we'd... to do that too, though. Yeah. Yeah. I think what. But then it's, I think, <clears throat> feel like sometimes it's coming to a point where it's like, no, don't put that on a birth certificate if mm. that's the case. So we just don't put anything. Yeah. Mm. I think what what is, what is hard with it, and you know, I personally don't care what you identify. Mm. You can be a unicorn for all I care. I don't know if that's a box yet. But I think where people are starting to feel uncomfortable is that if you want to be uh, a man or a woman as what you're assigned at birth and be proud of that, or cis, is that what cisgender is, mm-hmm. what they call you? Yeah. You're made to feel like you shouldn't be. 
And I think that's probably what's unfair and that's probably a narrative that we more need to protect more than anything. We're saying like, I was born a man, I'm proud to be a man. Mm. And people not go, well, you're just a cisgender man. You've got it easy. Yeah. I think that is the part where it's becoming difficult. You know, the other thing I thought about that the other day, because, you know, that was the big argument with cisgender males have had I don't even easy. like the word cisgender. It's mm. like putting a label on. So what is that? Sorry, remind me. That is if I am a, a was you, assigned female at birth and I identify as a as female. female. You, you, yeah, yeah. Um, but if, if um, cisgender males, even white males have had it that easy for this long, mm. as a lot of that narrative is, why, for all the love of God, is the suicide rate of males so high mm. if we are coasting through life, getting paid more than everyone, getting high-paid jobs, mm. not having to have no education and whatnot and living on the top of this pile of people, and mm. yet we kill ourselves more than anybody else? Because I, I, I do feel... Yeah, well, that's... It's true. It's, it's a true statement. Yeah, it mm. is a true statement. It's a very different yeah. topic, though, as well, talking mm. about mental health. And I feel like we're not allowed to be proud of who we are at these days. And mm. it's, it's once you are of that top of the ladder, then you have to have some sort of masculinity, which is not asking for help. And also, I don't believe that men, are, when people ask for help, know how to give it. Mm. I don't think it is a different um, uh, conversation because you were saying that it, it's, it's, you don't feel like you're allowed to feel proud to be a male at this time. Yeah, I'm, I am. Mm. I'm yeah. very proud to be a man and identify what I identify as. And I think that what I'm saying here is people make you feel like you shouldn't be, mm. you know, because well, of their struggles. But your issues and your choices are yours, mine are mine, and I'll respect you. My Yeah, I think my thing on the article was that I'm not allowed to question it. We're not allowed to have a conversation with it, if mm. that makes any sense. Is everyone being offended on behalf of someone who's not actually offended yes. and okay with saying... Uh, I actually, uh, I was uh, born a male, I am uh, now a female, and I signed with that, put that down. Mm. Cool, no worries. We can have a conversation about it, and you can Mm. be proud of who you are, and rightly so, but not being able to discuss anything. Mm. How do you understand something if you're not allowed to ask questions? Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like people are too easy to go, I'm offended on behalf of those, because they could be offended. Well, have you asked them if they're offended? If you have a conversation, no, I don't want to do that. Let's just not talk about it. And let's Mm. take it off all um, boxes to tick, because if someone doesn't feel comfortable with it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's it's like anything. Are we in, in 20 years' time, I would hope... It's just become so the norm that it just is yeah. not, not a thing anymore, you know? And getting back to what you were saying then. Mm. Hopefully sooner than I 20. feel yeah. like you need to respect yourself. And I feel like we've taken away that right of pe- people being able to respect themselves and feel proud about themselves mm. because that would be self-promotion mm. or that would be that you're, you're being such a bigot or you're putting yourself... Mm. Uh, and before everybody else. Yeah, but mm. I think to instill in our kids that you should be proud of yourself mm. and respect yourself... That's amazing because people that respect themselves don't hurt other people. That's people true, that right. respect themselves don't hurt themselves. That's true. Mm. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. A group of teenagers are lucky to be alive after a close call with a fallen tree while celebrating schoolies on Gari. The girls were exploring the island in a car when a branch pierced their windscreen and headrest, narrowly missing a passenger. How many times yesterday did you hear the phrase, that's some final destination crap right there? I think you said it in a group text, didn't you? Everyone said it because it's exactly like the scene in Final Destination where now people can't drive behind trucks that have those logs on them because that's I haven't seen that to scene. You. Is that what happens? Everyone yeah. goes straight through because it. When I mean it went through the headrest, you know how the headrest has a little hole. Mm. It went straight through that, so her head would have been there, or did she just duck? She ducked. Or? She ducked. <gasps> yeah. 
if you if you see the photo of it, you're looking back, just going, "Oh my gosh!" Because mm. in Gary Allen, Gary, you can drive right close to like it is very four wheel driving, obviously, mm, yeah. but a lot of the terrain is quite oh, like there's, there's no sealed roads there. <laughs> Damn it! No, but what I, I was meant take was the marina over a little black. <laughs> there are a lot of trees. Like you've got to be quite careful, Observant. but nothing nothing like this. Mm. Well, it had fallen, hadn't it? So, and they, mm. I reckon they've just turned a corner and bang. Straight in. I mean, quick thinking from that person to duck. Oh, in the I passenger mean, seat, yeah, yeah. But would you not look at the driver and go, mm-hmm. are you for real? Yeah. You're trying to kill me? I mean, can you imagine? That is a completely different story if she's looking the other way. We want to hear from people on 131060. I shouldn't be alive. Mm. But you know the people that pe- go on flights they have, and then they sleep in and they miss their flight and then that was a flight that went down? Mm. 9-11. It would change your... Stories. Change your idea of life oh, I for guess. a week or two I will never yeah. I'll never yeah. use another day without appreciating it yeah. then a month later you're like oh I've got to go to work this sucks <laughs> uh, why didn't I get on that plane uh, <laughs> I should have got on the plane I do that all the time a tragedy happens and I go I'm going to be different yeah. every day is a blessing Thirteen, ten, sixty. if it was you <laughs> even if you didn't change your perspective of it we were over in Thailand in uh, 2008 18 mm-hmm. in July. It was July school holidays and we took the two boys there. And I'm a, we were at a place in Phuket and I was like, oh, you know what we've got to do? We've got to go snorkeling. We've got to go snorkeling, Scotty. And he's like sitting there with his cocktail going, probably not. Mm. Um, <laughs> and I went online because I was like, I wasn't organised before. And I went to go and book for uh, us to go on a boat tour mm-hmm. and they take you out and they go snorkeling for it. And I had sent them an email for all the registrations and stuff like that. I hadn't paid because Scotty's like, no, nah, the weather's not looking good. There's going to be a storm and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, anyway, so then I didn't pay any deposit and didn't go in it. And then those the boat sunk. Mm, I remember that. The boat yeah, because I think I messaged you after. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what boat you were going to be on because it was just – but it was that tourist. It was that – um, it was company. that tourist company, mm. yeah. And sadly, the boat went down. I don't think anyone survived. Mm. And how did the, has that yeah. changed your outlook on life? And you live every moment to the fullest now. And great question, Stuart. <laughs> so what? So this was the trip. <laughs> Do you remember? Yes. Where I decided to cut up all my credit cards, and we need to live mm. better. And yeah. Yeah, but you do that every holidays. This oh, what, one you was, saw the poverty and really, you're like, I'm going to I'm gonna live more of a I just thought we've just got to be better. We've got to be better. And I cut up all the credit cards and then Scotty was like, and how are we getting home? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she did it over there. Cut I think that's why there. I texted you. Did I text yeah, you for yeah, money? Yeah. <laughs> so can you transfer me a card? No, I, I didn't. Know. It was just... Oh, it's from Thailand. <laughs> scam up. <laughs> but I was. I was She's quite emotional surgery. about it after. I was just like, yeah. wow. I mean, imagine, because you were going to take the kids. Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, don't know. Maybe if it, when it's your time, it's your time. There's someone asking it's, it's for you. It's random. It's random chaos. Janice. Janice. Jinx. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hi. You shouldn't be alive. What happened? Well, actually, it's my son that shouldn't be alive. So mm. about 18 years ago, he was about two. We were staying, um, well, some friends of ours were staying at Naranek in the, I don't know if you know, the really tall building at Naranek. Um, and they, we were on about the second highest floor, mm-hmm. and the kids were, a couple of the kids were out on one of the balconies of one of the rooms, and it was really, really windy, and my son was sitting in the lounge room with all of us at the coffee table, and we went into them and said, guys, get off the balcony, because it was freaking us out, and I just happened to pick my son up, and as they came in off the balcony, 
um, one of the doors in the hallway flew off, flew down the hallway and landed right where my son was sitting. Wow. So if I hadn't picked him up, it would have... Yeah, I don't know what it would have done, but it wouldn't have been pretty. No. Your legs would have just gone <laughs> jelly looking yeah. back at where the door went. Oh, can I tell you, I just like held him and we all just looked at each other and yeah, he had no idea what was going on, but um, mm. yeah, we were all majorly freaked out. Yeah, you're like, I'm not so, putting you down for a year. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Wow. <laughs> so they started crying. Yeah. 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 Joking, I love him still. <laughs> yeah, we know. All right, Sheila in the ring bar, what happened to you? Uh, it wasn't me, it was my auntie. Uh, it's a 9-11 story. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's hundreds of these, but she lived in New Jersey at the time and she normally commuted to work, so like catching a bus and a train. Um, but this particular day, she was running late. She'd already missed her train, so she's like, you know what, stuff it. I'm going to go home and drive to work. So when she was still driving to work, that's when it all happened. Mm-hmm. So that is, um, that's her, she shouldn't be alive story. Wow. So because she was running late, she wasn't in the building when the impact. Oh, she worked next to the World Trade Center. Next to it. Right. Wow. That'd be freaky. Did it change her lease in life? It did. She asked for a promotion Mm -hmm. at work Mm -hmm. and she got it. Wow. Yeah. So it was sort of like, you know what? Obviously, she's heavily religious. Um, she yeah. obviously said, you know what? God's got a plan for me. Yeah, right. I better and that's do to work harder. with my life. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling. Uh, Molly and Kuparu, what happened to you? Um, about seven years ago, I was sitting at a red light, playing with my radio, and I looked up and I was like, oh, it's a green light. I better go. Put it in first, went to drive off, and a semi went straight through oh. about 100 k's an hour. Wow. See, do you, were you late going through the... Yeah. yeah, I was late going through the green light. So if you hadn't looked at the radio, just mm-hmm. this is how amazing we are. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Was it? Were you playing with it because you didn't like the song? You were trying to change the radio station. Oh, it was or like a new. It was an old car, and I'd had a new like back in the two thousand. You'd put a new deck in it. Oh uh, yes, <laughs> yeah, that you could yeah. take with you, so someone didn't yeah. steal it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. wow. So like another yeah. another two seconds and then you would have been halfway through that intersection and skittled. Yeah. Yeah. Did you wow. keep driving or did you pull over after that? I like took a second. I was shaking yeah. and I was like, okay, okay, I got, I got to go. This people go, behind yeah. me. Yeah, right. Bloody hell. There you go. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for calling, Molly. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Country music game time. Uh, this has been a lot of fun playing this this year. Get yeah. to get my country, country songs on the radio. Oh, I don't know if these are your normal country ones that you listen to, though, right? Mm-hmm. There's a mixture. A mixture, some yeah, of yeah, them, of course, Some yeah. of them I just dig up purely for the lyrics, but when I find them, I go, that's going on the Spotify playlist. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting around having a few drinks and it pops up. Mm-hmm. They're like, what the hell is this? I go, just listen. Yeah. Listen. They're good. I play you uh, a part of the country song. Yeah. Your job is to finish off the lyric. Um, let's start with Paul Overstreet. Okay. Uh, now, I want you to have a, a listen to this one and tell me uh, why um, he's singing about a girl, uh-huh. as oh, they always are. There's oh, always really? Singing about yeah. Yeah. Wow. He's always singing about a girl. Why does she love him? All right. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me just show you the right one here. Let's have a listen. We got in my truck and headed out for breakfast. You'd have thought that I was driving an Alexis. 
way she scooted over and snuggled up to me. And I said, honey, can you tell me why you're with me? She thought about it hard and then she said, it's just your personality that gets me. But the naked truth kept pounding in my head. Yeah, I think she only loves me. Because I'm we... good in bed. Oh, good one. Because huh? all the other men are dead. Oh. Uh, she only loves me because she. <laughs> Does he? She think he's rich? Because she thinks I'm rich. Because she thinks I'm. Because I'm not or dead. Because <laughs> I got some money. Because I got some bread. Bread. Mm. Bread's good. Mm-hmm. No, because I got a. It's what every man thinks. A big. Yeah, I think she only loves me for my willing. They don't really talk themselves up in country songs, do they? The men? They don't talk themselves no, up. No, not as much. No. Like, it's not they're that humble. great, but... They're humble. Salt not like the R&B. No, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, boom, boom, boom. It's big. Yeah. Boom, boom. Yeah. Look I at my farm. I got heaps of cows. I mean, why would you, when you're driving in a truck, go, hey, why, why do you like me? Mm. You wouldn't, would you? Well, I mean, it was obviously yeah. after because I were going for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. You just mm. accept and go, thank you. <laughs> okay, next one. Um... You would have heard this fancy like we played this on the radio okay. heaps. Right. All right, okay. uh, Walker Hayes, fancy like he has remade it only just recently, mm-hmm. um, and he's turned his original song "Fancy Like" into "Fancy Like Christmas." Oh, he has made oh, a Christmas edition, a Christmas edition, clever of his song, mm-hmm. uh, and I um, he gives a shout out to the J Man here because it's Christmas, yep. and tell me what shout out he's saying. Christmas is back, y'all. Bells in the track, y'all. My Santa scaring babies in his lap, y'all. My baby's cozy. She mistletoes me. And she be slaying that Mariah karaoke. And all the Starbuckers in the lights, hey. Put some peppermint mocha in my latte. Hey, hey, hey. So we fancy like Christmas. Round a fake tree. Nutcracker on the mantle and a candy cane. Can I get your eggnog? What's your fruitcake? Go, Jesus. It's your birthday. Hey, go, Jesus. It's your birthday. Like, oh, wow. Oh, that's gold. Wow. He's not wrong. Wow. He's not wrong. Wow. Uh, wow. That's a hit. Yeah. A little shout out there. A little shout yeah. out to J-Man. He's going straight to heaven. That's clever. Uh, all right. Uh, last one here. Brad Paisley. He is a, a huge star in America, and mm-hmm. I've played a lot of his songs in this segment over the year because he does big stadium tours, and most of his songs, they sound like proper country songs, but there's always comedy sort of through them. Tweaky, yeah. If you look at um, some of his film clips, he's had Jerry Springer in them. Mm-hmm. Um, he's had the Seinfeld cast in oh. his film clips as well. Okay. Like He's insane. But for this one... Um, uh, I want you to tell me um, what he sort of loves more than his girl, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, I love her, but I love oh her mother more. It's the reason they broke up. Oh, his ex more. Mm. Well, I love her. Listen, but I love. 
being single more, getting to watch my TV shows. My money more. Playing my PlayStation whenever I want. <laughs> Not being nagged. That's your inner thoughts. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, not much to go on. No. Um, I love her, but I love... His truck more. What are we doing, country song here? Yeah. Money more. Her sister more. <laughs> oh, good it's one. the reason yeah. this long-term relationship broke up. Well, I love her, but I love the fish. I spend all day out on this lake in hell. She doesn't like him fishing. I I, how are we going to get that one? She met me at the door. I didn't write the song. I just play him. If I hit that fishing hole today, she'd be packing all her things and she'd be gone by noon. Specific time frame. Well, I'm gonna miss her <laughs> I get home <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105 <laughs> We caught up with Ellie Gonslave. She's made headlines uh, all over the world for this because she says she doesn't want kids. People are keep asking her, and God, that must be an annoying question. If you made the decision mm-hmm. that you don't want kids, but she's been with her partner for 15 years and they only got married earlier on this year, mm-hmm. but they're like, it's not for us. So she's written 118 reasons of why she doesn't want kids. And in the list, it does seem like some of them, some of them are real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of them are a little bit comical. Sometimes your nipples can um, fall off during breastfeeding and need to be surgically No, that's attached. true. That can happen. Get it. Yeah. How many times has that happened? Just once and then it's all back on. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but people have got really upset by it. They've yeah. taken it so, uh, so to heart. A lot of them are like, this is damaging to young kids. Mm-hmm. If you're reading this list and telling them not to have children, she's like, no, I'm just saying for my reasons. Mm. And you did ask the question, what about if one of you changed their mind? We've both had very tumultuous family relationships, to be honest. Like, it's been so bad that, unfortunately, our minds are never going to change. We're never going to get to a point where we're going to be like, oh, it's going to be so nice having little kids like us running around. Like, I was a wild child. Ross was nuts. Like, (laughs) you can't tell me that that is going to be absolute chaos. And I'm sort of like, when your child is here, you love it. You wouldn't change it for the world. But you'd be very, very surprised how many honest people out there, when you ask them, would you do it again, say no. Each to their own. Yeah. It's great for them. And they've both made that decision. It's only if one of you changes your mind mm-hmm. that I think would be really hard. That's what I was saying. You've ruined it for everyone because you were dead set, you and Kat. Well, Kat was more dead set than me. Yeah, she was, wasn't And she? I was like, okay, if you don't want kids, I'm cool with that. But she was like, nah, never. And you never wanted, never. you never like, was like, maybe I wanted kids. You just, no. No. I was happy. Yeah. But then she just woke up and went, I want a baby. <laughs> I went, Okay. <laughs> men are, men are easy to convince. Like, uh, New Year's Day. Yeah, it was New Year's Eve. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. But um, <laughs> like to the point where people, her closest friends, still laugh at her because she was so not she was, maternal. We, she we was spoke so... to her before, and she was adamant that she mm. didn't want to, and she was really annoyed with people saying it, and mm. rightly so, because you've made your mind. And when people go, "Oh, you're changing mind," you're mm. like, "Bugger off!" Yeah, I've already decided. Yeah, people still piss their pants when she bakes. <laughs> what are you doing? But what about if you had said, no, 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 I don't 
Yeah, I mean, that, that, that could be an issue, and that has happened to a few friends of ours where one normally, and not to be um, sexist, but normally the female has gone, no, now I want to have a kid, and the guy's like, no, I don't. Yeah. I they say don't. it's because you do have that... Uh, <laughs> Biological clock, the chicken, yeah. the running out of the eggs, 100%. Yeah, yeah, where males, I guess, don't have that as much. No, because yeah. we can do it till we die. You also change as a person. Mm. You know, there's mm. lots of things uh, over the years that you change your mind about when it comes to... That was a little bit Things for us believe, because, um, or, you know, all the people we were hanging around had kids and we're like, well, we're yeah. not avoiding it, <laughs> you know, yeah. they're, they're still around us everywhere and yeah. their lifestyle has changed. So we're not doing all the big partying stuff that we used to do. So, you know, yeah. and then we did think like we'd like, um, we, we wanted to be close to Dan and Kat's age so that they could be friends and stuff like that. So there was a bit of thinking going into it, but it, yeah, it was never on the cards at all, at all. Imagine if you had triplets. Imagine you're like, let's just have one. <laughs> twins are in our Boom. family. My grand liked to um, remind me of that every now and then. Yeah. Could be twin stuff. Shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, we want to hear this morning whether uh, it was a deal breaker for anyone. Like you were adamant you weren't having kids and then someone changed their mind. Like how did you navigate that? Mm-hmm. It would be really hard. Scotty and I decided we didn't want kids. After um, you had them. <laughs> Last and then night. we blame each other. They're having this conversation <laughs> yeah. last night as they were putting the kids to bed. That was on our honeymoon. So on our honeymoon, we uh, went away and we decided that overseas holidays were for us. Mm-hmm. And we loved it so much. And we're like, well, we've got nephews, we've got nieces. Yeah. We're happy with that. We're definitely not going to have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we're happy with that. I did this silly egg timer test before I went away because my friend started working at a fertility center. And she's like, oh, you can do this. So, you know, do you mind being guinea pig for it? I was like, yeah, no worries. So I went to see her before. And then when we came back from a honeymoon, they gave a call and said, can we talk to you about results? So I was like, oh, God, is that serious? I went in there and they said, look, you know, it's so low. If you guys do want kids, you'll have to have them now. So I went to Scott and I was like, we can't have kids. And he's like, oh. Now I was like, I but wait them. a minute. Mm. We just said that we're not going to. And then we were really sort of like, oh. And he's like, oh, I guess not. I don't know. I've never really thought about it. But as soon as that was taken away that you can't, we were like, well, let's just throw caution to the wind. Let's not try. Let's not not try. Yeah. And Mm. then we got pregnant that month. (laughs) 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 Did say to my friend, how's your training going there? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I think there's an issue with your little tip. But it is interesting, you know, because it takes two, Mm. that if one person is so adamant about it, I don't know. Mm -hmm. One of my friends, they, um, they changed their mind. Um, but it, then when they started to try, it turns out that he was sterile and that broke up the marriage. Because she really wanted to. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Wow. And then did she go on to have kids? Yes, she did. Yeah, okay. Mm. I think there's always those stories too where, uh, you know, guys will say, I, I don't want kids, so they break up. And then three months later, yeah. they yeah. have knocked up the new that girlfriend. Yeah. To a friend of mine. That, like, that'd yeah. be hurtful that as hell, wouldn't it? so oh. bad. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's, they, they, didn't want kids with you. With you. Is, yeah. is that message there. Yeah. Uh, Rosalyn, we're, we're asking Hi. whether it became an issue in the relationship. Hi, guys. Yeah, it did. Look, I was with my ex for eight years, and we had both discussed not having kids. Um, and then, yeah, eight years later, he decided he did. And, um, and yeah, that was a deal-breaker for me. So mm. I... I uh, made the really tough decision. We were just about to get engaged as well. I, I made the really tough decision to leave him. Wow. Um, and, yeah, and look, and I did it out of love. And I said, look, you need to meet someone a bit younger and someone who wants to have kids because mm. you'll be a beautiful father one day and I don't want to stop you from doing that. Um, 
yeah, so look, we keep in touch and he has done that. So it's a happy, it's a happy story. Wow. It is a happy yeah. story, but I guess what I find so sad is because you're breaking up with someone not because you don't love them and you don't see a future with them, but just because you want that, that different goals. Like mm. that would have been very hard for you and maybe very selfless decision because a selfish decision would have been like, well, wait a minute, I love you, let's stay together and delay it. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, look, it was, I, I did view it as an act of love. And because uh, I, I just knew he'd be a beautiful father one day. He is now. He's got a little two-year-old girl. He's yeah. happily married. Um, and, yeah, I'm so, so happy for them. And look, Did you I meet anyone else, Rosalind? <laughs> I have met someone else, yes. I took a bit longer than him to meet someone else, but I'm happily re-engaged as well. Oh. So I'm very, very happy. No, you didn't yeah. end up having kids at all? Well, this is this is the ironic part, if you're ready for it. Okay. Um, my... My my fiance has six kids, <laughs> but you still didn't have any, Rosalind. Yeah. So you're still yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, and they're all they're all a lot older, so yeah. no, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, wow. There you go. Yeah. Well, yeah. thanks for yeah. calling. Uh, Thirteen ten sixty. Jill and Ripley, what's your story about this? Hi guys. Um, I met my uh, oh sorry, I met a guy back in two thousand and seven. And when I met him, I knew that he did not want to get married and did not want to have children, mm-hmm. and that was fine. I did. Uh, three months later, we were engaged, and we now have two very beautiful children. Um, gosh, however many years later that is. So, so wait a minute. So you, you said that you you knew he didn't want kids. You did want yep. kids, but you obviously, knew <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, yep, did you? I, so, yeah, I was adamant, and we, we both knew where we both stood, so we just met through a friend. So mm-hmm. that was there was no kind of... Um, you were just hooking up. We'd even get together. You were just yeah, hook we were, we, we were just we just met kind of as friends. And, yeah, it just kind of snowballed. That, um, and not, no pressure, no nothing. We just knew that that's where we both stood. And he kind of changed his mind, and here we are. So we have now two, two beautiful children. We got married, and... Life's he regrets great, it every so day. How early no. into the relationship <laughs> did he did he change his mind? How early into it? It was it was really quite early. Yeah. Um, we met in the February and we were engaged on in the June on the June long weekend. So wow. and I moved in with him at the end of May. So it was it was pretty quick. Um, but it was kind of um, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what changed his mind. I it think was you, it was just Jill. maybe circ- oh, it was me. If you think about, it, I, was just, I was thinking about hearing that story though. If if you've only had like toxic relationships mm. or relationships that you've yeah. had issues in, where you're looking at someone going, I do not want to breed with well, you. Maybe at you just all. don't think they're going to be a good parent. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then exactly. you meet someone and, that, that, that it would be. That's right. And he'd made his decision permanent uh, with the children as well. So it was. Oh, he big... vasectomy. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it was it was a definite decision that um, that oh. he'd made, mm. and he reversed there it for no, you. Uh, no, well, no, it didn't work. But we it, we went through IVF. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. A, a they syringed it out. They put them under, yeah. and then yeah, syringed it out. <laughs> so so I do, they just yeah. use a big needle and suck it out. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's supposed to be very painful. Like yeah, wouldn't it, wouldn't it, it be one or the other? What do you mean? Unpleasant. <laughs> yeah, it's not pleasant. Well, you go under, you get your egg, eggs, eggs retrieval, yeah. and then at the same time yeah. they go under and they get um, the get sperm removed from the balls. Yeah, they say no. it's more successful than getting 
Um, yeah, the, the reversal. <laughs> no, they're Wouldn't doing them. a reversal. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> to use that right. action. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say the word. Jill can't see it. She can probably get no, it. No, that's right. Yeah. Uh, thanks I for calling, Jill. Great to talk <laughs> to you. Right, no worries. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. There's nothing more annoying than the kids fighting. You know, you're like, just stop. And they mm. can't let go of it. And you're like saying, stop. And they just don't. They just keep going. Mm. And you're like, please, please, come on. You begging you. Yeah, begging you. you're begging you. Like some one of you needs to be the bigger person, mm. and that is because there's always fighting in my household between Scott and our eldest. Mm. Not as much with the kids. <laughs> it's Scott <laughs> and my eldest the whole time, and I'm like, come on, you're the adult, and then he'll turn around and go, but he started it. You're like I don't care, Finny. Apologise. <laughs> <laughs> I end up going to Finny. I'm like, please, can you just be the bigger person here? And he will. And just walk away. Mm. And he'll be like, okay, mum. Mm. Uh, but the, I don't know. They just clash probably because my elder son's too much like me. Weird, really. And Scott can't get along with that personality. <laughs> <laughs> Plead the fifth. <laughs> uh, you know, just very, very different personalities. And uh, I brought Finny in yesterday and I thought, you know, today everyone could just do with a little bit of a break. So. Mm. No, right he's fine, but he's just, he's really eager and he wants to go on the radio more. And I was like, dude, no, no, you don't need too much on the radio. And he's written a few segments for you guys for tomorrow. Okay, great. Um, but today I was like, no, no, you need to, you need to go with your dad to work. So he has gone to the work site mm. to do some work and he's not really the type that is into hard work. You wouldn't Labor. say that. You wouldn't say that Ethan would get into a trade. Your eldest? Oh God, no! <laughs> He's like Are you him. Kidding me? In fact, I would. I would. If someone said we'll put you on as a trade, I'd ring that builder and be like, "Bro, okay. I'd probably. <laughs> I probably wouldn't." Our middle son, yes, loves hard work. Uh, you know, if he wants to get some money, he'll do some cleaning. Like he's real, mm. a bit more physical. Mm. Where Finney would be the type that it would be like, can I design a website for the... Yeah, right. Everyone's yeah. got different skills. They That's really skill. have. But yeah. he's gone to the work site. First thing he wanted to do was talk about money. Mm. He goes, how much am I getting paid? It's good. He's like, That's not the first question you ask. And I was like... Bloody kids these days. Kind of is the first question you ask. Please tell me Scotty asked that question. I really hope so. <laughs> I hope he doesn't just build a house and go, right, well, let's talk about <laughs> let's money. Let's talk about money. Yeah. I oh, don't have any. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you like your house? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, no, that's exactly what he wants to do. Like what? And I was like, what sort of things? And he's like, there's heaps of cleaning up that he's going to do. So I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, he'll be on the broom all day. Mm. Yeah. Because Scotty gets really annoyed with, uh, he's had a few apprentices and they don't get off their phone. Mm. So he had one situation where he is a carpenter builder. So they're, when you're building like the frames and you know, you can do a little bit of a ledge, the timber's coming out. The tra- apprentice had his phone on the ledge Jeez. watching YouTube oh with a God. nail gun <laughs> in his hand. Was he YouTubing how to use the nail gun? gun? Because that would nah. be okay. And, he, and no, so he's like, what are you doing? And he goes... <laughs> Well, I could do both. He goes, no. No, you can't. You can't. No. It's just different attitude these yeah. days. And that's what they say. They say apprentices, uh, the levels are going down because no one wants to do the work. And rightly so. If you can make that money doing less hard work. Yeah. And you can't even haze them anymore. What's haze? You know, when you used to, like, you'd send them out for a left-handed screwdriver nah. or now go under hey. their boots to the floor. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. It was one a couple of weeks ago. I got in massive trouble. Yeah. yeah. Locked them in the portaloo. Yeah. Yeah, Scotty said that that used to always happen to him, but I, well, I hope they don't do that to our son. <laughs> Scott could do that to his own son, though. Yeah. Yeah, Scott could do it to Finney. He might get in trouble with me, though. You can't do that. Well, when no, is it well, you not yeah. ever? 
Yeah. <laughs> and Scotty, I've said him, don't knock apprentice. It'll be even worse tomorrow. Yeah, don't I don't paid, know if you'd eh? be able to trick him though. Imagine him getting a left hand and go, dad, that's such a dumb joke. Mm, I mm. saw that on TikTok years ago. Or he'd go down and get one because they are all technically are anyway. Mm. There you go. Yeah. Idiot. How do you think they're going to go though? They're well, going to come home. I don't any know. Any huge fight or it, maybe he'll love it. Maybe, maybe, maybe he'll come back with, you'll, you'll be really surprised. He'll come back talking like Scott going, well, mom, he wouldn't bloody believe that. Yeah. A big day today on a Wednesday, you know, rain day, went to the pub, slept pokies <laughs> for a couple maybe of that's about. He did say to me, he goes, I'll call you during Smoko. And I went, <laughs> no, don't start using that. Tony goes, what? What? You want what? me to go? You want me to go? It's called Smoko. I was like, all right. Yeah. Me and the lads going to the pub. No, calm down. Probably, Just relax. Probably called relax. Vapo these Good. days. Good. Get off me back. Get off me back, <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. A date is a trailer for the movie that is you. Yeah, we were talking about dating last, uh, well, yesterday, about a guy who rocked up and the woman brought... Her parents, mm-hmm. because she had joked about it being an arranged marriage, and turns out that wasn't a joke. Dating's hard, right? Mm-hmm. It's hard out there. And during that conversation, we were talking about being stood up, and we were talking about how it mustn't happen much anymore. Well, I just feel like it shouldn't happen because mm. you know, back when you had to like meet someone, you had to be there because there's no phones. Yeah. Obviously, it could have happened more if someone died on the way. But I'm saying, like, if you've confirmed before and text and gone, yeah, I'll be there, it shouldn't happen. Well, it's easy to cancel with a text now, big yeah. coward, rather than ring them. Apparently ghosting's still big, though. Apparently it happens all the time, but not for the reason you think. There is a new conspiracy theory that does hold some water about why this is occurring to women more and more. And there's a TikToker who's put it on, and here's how she explains the occurrence. Met this guy on a dating app and he immediately asked me out on a date to a specific restaurant. I get to the restaurant and see that he's nowhere to be found. And because I had put in so much effort, I thought I might as well just have a meal while I am in the building. And it wasn't until I got home when I was scrolling Facebook and I saw a very similar story from a girl at that same restaurant who also got stood up. She found out that there are restaurants now posing as people on dating apps just so you go to their business and once you get stood up, they know that probably nine times out of ten that you're going to buy something from them. And that just blew my mind. Want to come eat at the Sad Girl Cafe? There's girls crying every day. Well, emotional eating, you're more likely to order more, That's too. What I thought. No way. And I thought that, That's too. That's bollocks. There is no way if I got stood up that I would stay there and get a meal. No way in hell. <laughs> would any of you girls we get stay two for there one, and have at least. <laughs> a meal? I would leave as soon as I knew I was stood up. Yeah. But just that maybe, of... maybe it's the shame because no. you're like, mm. then you're leaving like you did get stood up. Mm. Yeah, but isn't it even worse? Just this, I, Nah, no chance. But and what sort of restaurant has no people going that they've just... Would you not clue on the fact that there's all single people sitting there? Well, this is the thing. It turns out venue promotion scams are a real thing. They often happen in the form of a person or a bot asking someone on a dating app to meet at a specific restaurant only to never show up. And they've said that if you have this sort of feeling that people are doing this, if you say, I don't want to go to that restaurant, can we go to a different one? Uh-huh. And they say no then you know that it's that's one of these things. Oh, that's America. I don't think it would happen here. No, well, she was British, wasn't she? Was she British? Yeah. Sorry. It happens. Try it again. Just quickly. And stop her. <laughs> Met this guy on a dating no, app and he oh, immediately... American. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How's that? I mean, it's already tough, but I agree with you. Like, who's other general customers just popping in and just looking around and there's three girls crying into their yeah. tiramisu not going to go, well, let's all come in here and have a family meal. I'm not a person yeah. that eats by myself. 
No, well, that's. I've never gone to a restaurant to eat by myself. If I'm away, like for for work, Mm. I used to order room service for dinner. Breakfast I find acceptable because you got the paper and you got coffee. Yeah. But my my company's boring. We know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So why would I want to sit and pay for a meal for myself? I think you think like a scam though. If Mm. you get one in ten, yeah, well, that's that's money you never had. Yeah. It's pretty desperate. Even if you got fifty percent. Yeah. Because you might have already ordered, waiting for them to come too. Now you wait for them because mm. I'm. Well, yeah. And plus, I'd be late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. You so I'd look yes. around and I'd be like, uh. <laughs> ruin their whole thing. Yeah. Because that is the thing. If you get there and then, how long do you sit and wait before you leave? 10 minutes. Mm. The 10, 10 minutes. 10 minutes? Yeah. You're yeah. normally 10 to 15 minutes late anyway. I don't care though. They should, if, on a first date, they should yeah. be, I want some, I want some desperado. I want some like eagerness. I want some, oh, you know what? If he's not there, 10 minutes waiting, then he's just not into you. Or you'd be a message why he wouldn't. Nuh-uh. Maybe it's so sophisticated. <laughs> you text and say, hey, I, where are you? You go, sorry, I'm running late. Can you, Can you order, order for me? me? <laughs> and they give you the order. <laughs> so then you, you order. You order twice. I'll pay when I get there. Yeah. Oh, that, that I'd probably do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I that, believe that, that might one. get you. Yeah, and then no one turns up and you've got to eat two meals and then yeah. you get fatter and no one wants to date <laughs> Could you imagine if you look up at the kitchen and there's a chef just texting back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then you said your order. He's like, no, not that. Thank yeah. you. Hard to cook. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Brisbane, these are your confessions. Cash confessions. We pay you for your wildest confessions. Brisbane, these are your confessions. If you want to get something off your chest and you get cash for it, we'd love to hear from it. 38371234 is the cash confession hotline. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't think over the holidays uh, when you're sitting around having your little Christmas tea in Maria and you think, ooh, we still want those phone calls because we'll come back with these yeah. bigger and better next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I think would be interesting. Group confessions. Ooh. Hey, we're just about to go and do this. We just want to tell you first. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what you should do is call the line mm. and then um, put the phone on speakerphone on the table with all your family around and then Confess something on behalf of one of your family members. Yes. And then see what they say about Confession you. Confession roulette. Spin the phone. Confession <laughs> roulette. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one is probably our most hectic we've had. Mm-hmm. It's, I honestly, I would say it's really disgusting and really sad. Yeah. And, and two different sides. But then I just, I really, I, I feel for this lady so much. All right. Here's a confession that has come through. I was never really close with one of my brothers. And then after my mum died, we become friends. And we started talking all the time. And we used to ring each other every day. And he started to develop feelings for me and confessed to me that I was his sexual fantasy. And I cut all communication off because I felt like me talking to him first phone call in the morning let him on and I really miss having those conversations with my brother and I really miss being able to talk to him but um, yeah my brother told me that I was his sexual fantasy and I miss him Mm. That is so heavy, isn't it? Is it? it is, I think because oh, I there they, are were they estranged. But she, well, she said that? she wasn't ever close to him, and you don't know the age gap, or you don't know whether they lived with each other. And isn't that mm. 
Mm. Isn't there a name for that? When you you haven't been brought up with your sibling? A name for that. Well, and, and, and then you develop feelings, feelings for them. Feelings for them. Mm. Well, sure. I guess there's a name for every. Weird. <sighs> That's a word. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of disgusting on his behalf, isn't it? Her, but I just feel sorry for her. Yeah. Because if you're having that connection and she's obviously had some sort of void that is filled by her brother talking to her. Mm. You know, if you weren't close and then your mother's yeah. died and it's brought you together and you've got that, you know, it really is someone supporting you and having that friendship and you know, someone so close to you and then have it turned around with them saying, I've got sexual feelings for you. She would just feel revolted by that. Mm. And then yeah. at the same time, she misses having that connection with her brother. Mm. But to keep up the conversation, as she says, is kind is, of continuing the, the possibility of something. Yeah. So I understand how she's had to cut, yeah. it, cut it off, but can you ever come back of going? I don't, I don't think. I, I don't think you I can, can you? But... <clears throat> Remember there was that um, father and daughter years ago, they were estranged. They never met. Then she hunted down and found her dad. Mm. And then they had kids together. And I reckon that's the report I saw because it was on TV, wasn't it? Because he, he got arrested. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think they both did because it was illegal. Yeah. And I think that's when they were talking about some sort of term because they had an expert on saying, you know, that they weren't brought up together. So their relationship wasn't as a father mm. and a daughter. Mm-hmm. It was two strangers meeting. Yeah. But biologically. Yeah, of course. Yeah, mm. Of course. And then it's such a concern for their kids. Yeah. And then every time they got out of jail, I think they were going back to each other. Yeah. Well, he did a full, like, 60 minutes or yeah. a current affair interview and talked mm. ab- about, like, it was normal. I think I just feel really sad for her. Mm, it is yeah. heartbreaking for her. Yeah. She, she misses... She's mourning the loss of her brother there. Yeah. Well, you and know, you're calling mm. up every, you know, morning or every night and you're sharing everything and you feel like, oh, God, you know, there's someone that's really got my back. And then to have that happen, you just go, that's complete betrayal. Mm-hmm. But well, for them, him, does he have a lot of issues to have those yeah. I would say yes. Feelings? Yeah. He's got a lot to work with. I mean, through, a lot going on, though. They are, I mean, they're obviously grieving their mother, and that brings up all sorts of emotions. Yeah. And then he's attached a feeling to her because he is grieving, you know? So. Yeah. Well, we appreciate um, the honesty mm. that yeah. people are sharing. 38371234 is the confession hotline. Just lucky our siblings are ugly, I guess, huh? <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Alpha Box, we're going to play tomorrow, 7 and 8, for $10,000. 7 a.m., we're giving you E, and your answers are eggnog, eraser, and eel. 8 a.m., H, and three of your answers are Hulu, Hexagon, and Hungarian. Is Hulu the streaming service? Yes, it is one of them. Rattle, later. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt. B105.